You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Thursday, June 6th. Good stuff on deck. Let's see. Uh, Blues game tonight. Blues game. Yep. And it's the 75th anniversary of D-Day. This is true. Yeah. I all saw over all over everything. This day in history. Yeah. Saw that. A lot um, of really cool stories on social media. So if you're never on social media, today would be a day to like browse through the historical stuff. Or just like read something. I, was I don't say, know. If read a book. <laughs> I guess an you idea. could do that too. We were just before we came on here talking about like taking a break from technology because it seems to be rebelling against me today. So Yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Two good stories on deck today. We're going to head over to Cincinnati, Ohio, and learn about how one congregation is reaching out to the community and serving in the community there. Mm-hmm. And uh, Pentecost right around the corner. Yay. So we're going to talk Pentecost hymns as well with one of our favorite hymn hymnists. Is hymnist? that a word? Sure. I don't know if that's a word. I like to make up words here, though. <laughs> um, Associate Cantor at Concordia Theological Seminary. Fort Wayne, we're going to talk with Matt Mockmer about that. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about them at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. I was paying attention today. Good job. <laughs> Joining us today, Pastor John Sugatani, pastor at Prince of Peace Lutheran Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. Pastor John, thanks so much for being our guest today. It's a pleasure to be here, Andy. Thanks for inviting me. I, you know, Cincinnati is one place I've only spent a little bit of time. I think um, I haven't been there much. I know that Pastor Shave has been there quite a bit and always loves to talk about his time in Ohio. And uh, we get to, and, and you can, you know, you can hear more of Pastor Shave on the new Mission Field USA podcast That's as true. well. New episode came out yesterday, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. So check that out website. at kfuo.org. Uh, so, Cincinnati, what is, tell us about the, the, the community there other than the, um, the fictitious radio station that made the 1970s and <laughs> 80s sitcom that we every every once in a while you know maybe catch an episode for professional development uh, <laughs> tell us a, a little bit about cincinnati and the the community or, and what the needs are of that community sure sure well cincinnati is uh, a river city uh, located right on the ohio river and cincinnati uh, is right where three states meet so indiana ohio and kentucky uh and and cincinnati uh his um, at least where we are in downtown Cincinnati, right next to uh, um, the, the the river and the uh, and actually reviving downtown areas, called a, a neighborhood called Over the Rhine. Over the Rhine, it was a German community originally settled by uh, German immigrants, uh, and uh, there was a canal that was running through our neighborhood, and uh, the canal was referred to as the Rhine by the people that settled there. Uh, that canal is now gone, but the name Over the Rhine has stuck. And over the Rhine, over the years, has changed. Uh, the Germans uh, pretty much moved out, and uh, now it's it has become one of the toughest neighborhoods in Cincinnati. Uh, a lot of um, drug addiction, alcoholic uh, alcoholism, um, prostitution, uh, shootings, and homelessness. So that's the neighborhood uh, where Prince of Peace is located. Um, it has since gone through uh, recently uh, gentrification. So it's kind of a very eclectic neighborhood that we live in now uh, with a combination of homelessness as well as uh, fairly affluent individuals that have recently come back into the city. That's a very interesting uh, makeup of individuals in, in the city. And I think that that seems to be a theme among a lot of the, um, a lot of, I don't know if I can say post-industrial, but a lot of cities that, that have that, the, the combination of, of a homeless community and also of people coming back to live downtown again and, and kind of, kind of trying to revive the city. Uh, what is Prince of Peace 
doing to meet the needs of those people that that surround that neighborhood? Sure. So, uh, so Prince of Peace has uh, a strong ministry to the homeless and has been doing it for quite a while. For example, on Wednesday night, uh, we have a, a tradition of having a devotion uh, that I lead at 6 p.m. and then a meal at 6.30. We, ju- we just had it last night. Uh, it was um, widely populated. It's, it's a tradition in the neighborhood. In fact, we serve 10 meals a week uh, to the homeless and pour free, free meals. Um, and we have uh, other ministries such as the Bridge Ministry, which serves the homeless and the poor, a, a place for individual to come in and have coffee, wake up. Like, for example, if you wake up in the morning and I wake up in the morning, we'll have a tradition, you know, of coffee or tea or juice. I go to the bathroom, I kind of wake up. Uh, the homeless wake up under a bridge or uh, in a parking lot uh, on some cardboard or uh, an abandoned building. Uh, they don't have uh, the things that we take for granted. So the bridge ministry is that for them. Uh, they know it's their home, a place, safety. Uh, we have computers for them to use. We have coffee and juice and donuts and cereal and bagels in the morning. Uh, we have Bible study and then a free meal afterwards. Uh, we have lots of other ministry to the homeless. Uh, for example, we're a cold shelter in the winter. So in the wintertime from December uh, till March, uh, the homeless actually sleep in our undercroft. Thanks be to God that you're able to provide all of those ministries for the people that, that are in your community. Um, tell me a little bit more about... Uh, the the Peace Cafe. This is a really interesting uh, service that you are able to provide. Sure. So, number one, we're a church. So we reach out uh, with uh, word and sacrament. Uh, we call people to repentance. Uh, we preach the good news, Jesus' salvation. But in addition to that, um, we offer mercy ministry. So it's one thing to say, I love you, brother and sister. I'll pray for you. And uh, but on the other hand, uh, we actually do the things that, that God told us to do in Matthew 25. So um, one of the things that people need are jobs, um, and uh, that's what uh, Peace Cafe is. Peace Cafe is three things. Number one, it's a breakfast and lunch cafe located in the Clifton neighborhood uh, right next to the University of Cincinnati campus. And uh, number two, it's a job uh, training and placement module. So we partner with Jobs Plus which is a, a ministry here in the inner city of Cincinnati that gives classroom training to individuals who would like to get uh, a job, employment. And then once they go through the 10 classes with Jobs Plus, then they come to Peace Cafe, and then we give them on-the-job training. And then number three, it's a church plant. So we have um, Bible study and, um, and worship. We're closed on Sundays. We're open Monday through Saturday, but we're closed on the Sabbath. Where did the idea for the Peace Cafe begin, and uh, and then how did it take shape? Well, really two uh, motivations for the starting of Peace Cafe. Number one, as I, I was saying before, we, we realize after serving with the homeless for such a long time that there are certain basic needs that uh, that's needed. Uh, you know, shelter, housing is one. Uh, employment, uh, mental health services, uh, drug and alcohol addiction. So out of that, knowing that people need jobs and education, Peace Cafe uh, became a vehicle to provide it. And then number two, I I attended a a conference 
uh, in Austin, Texas, called the 5-2 Conference. And I heard stories of lots of other pastors and other uh, lay leaders that have started social enterprises such as Peace Cafe. How has the Peace Cafe accomplished, you know, done what you, you've set out to do? Share with us the story of how it's made a difference for someone. Sure. So first off, uh, it is uh, a work in progress. We just opened uh, last November. So um, as you might expect, starting a social enterprise such as a restaurant is a difficult process. I knew it going into it, but uh, I'm living it now. But... <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, having said that, we do have uh, three stipend-based individuals, and that's what they get as a stipend. Uh, it's an educational module, so it's on-the-job training. And um, so we have three, three individuals, two men and a, a woman, that are currently in the program uh, that work at Peace Cafe. Um, three, the three individuals are Zali, Matt, and Tina. And so all three uh, work at Peace Cafe. Each has their own story. Um, Matt uh, was featured in a, a story on The Reporter, and there's also a video of him uh, witnessing uh, his involvement at Peace Cafe, and he's got a strong story. Here's an individual that went to Ohio, Ohio State University, has a degree in computer technology, and yet uh, had some issues uh, having to do with alcohol. And so he struggled, uh, lost... Um, contact with his family and lost his uh, place of residence and then went to uh, a local um, uh, shelter in Cincinnati called City Gospel Mission. After uh, going through their program, um, we have at least contacts with uh, City Gospel Mission, and they uh, referred him to us, and uh, he's been a strong member of not only a Peace Cafe, but Welcome Home Collaborative, a transitional housing program that we uh, we also run. What has been the the outcome of all of these of all of these um, services that that you're able to provide for these people? What what has been the difference that it's made in their lives? Well, you know, we're talking about sanctification. We're talking about transformation. So we know that salvation is immediate, right? Through by God's grace, through faith in Jesus, we are saved. We have eternal life through Him, through the blood of the Lamb. But the, the sanctification part for most, most of us, uh, we struggle with uh, the actual change in our lives. Um, so um, these individuals that are at least being impacted by some of the ministries that we offer, we're starting to see real change. You know, uh, for example, people that were sleeping under bridges or abandoned buildings or couch surfing uh, are now inside one of our eight locations at Welcome Home Collaborative or the three individuals that uh, were formerly struggling in terms of uh, education or uh, a job are inside Peace Cafe. Uh, Peace Cafe is a transformational program, so it's a job placement module. Once they're done with Peace Cafe, and uh, our, our Peace Cafe manager says that they have the tools now ready to work uh, for a restaurant or a food industry, then they, they move on. So um, we just opened in November. We think that that process will take from anywhere from six months to two years. It's uh, on an, and you know, case-by-case case, uh, basis. But as soon as they're ready, then they move on to work at a, in the food industry uh, as a full-time basis. 
our guest today, Pastor John Sukatan, pastor of Prince of Peace Lutheran Church in Cincinnati, Ohio. Thank you so much for being our guest and sharing the story with us. God's blessings on your work in Cincinnati. Thank you so much for your time, and I appreciate you talking with us. Coming up in just a little bit, we're going to take a look at Pentecost hymns. I'm really like squealing I know. There from ear to ear. <laughs> uh, good stuff. What a blessing to hear yeah. uh, word and sacrament ministry in a city and, and reaching out through mercy as well to, mm-hmm. to connect with the community and, and to meet those needs as well. Pentecost hymns up next. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Oh,